0: night, I made the decision to deactivate my Instagram and Facebook accounts. Temporarily. uh, End date, I'm not sure yet. I've known for a while that I use social media the same way that I used to use junk food. When I'm stressed, I turn to scrolling on social media. When my husband and I get in a fight, I turn to scrolling on social media. When I'm lonely, I turn to scrolling on social media. And seven years ago, I could have replaced the second half of that sentence with I'm stressed. I stop at McDonald's for French fries. Health is more than just the food that we eat. It's more than what our bodies look like. It is more than the number on the scale. Um, It's more than just organic foods. Health is really about so many things besides just food. And, you know, seven years ago, Before I started Whole30, before I started 21 Day Fix, when I was using food as a drug, when I was stress eating, um, using food to numb everything that was happening in life, it was visible. I had gained weight. My body hurts. But when I use social media as a drug to deal with things happening in life, no one can really see or it's normal. Like, we're all on our phones constantly. It's completely normal to be scrolling, um, even when someone's talking to you, to just be scrolling. That's normal. I see it all the time. And people might even think that's w- that what's going on in my life is really great, because that's what a highlight reel does. We post our best, right? And it's not to say that things aren't going great in my life. My life is fine. I'm nowhere near the stress levels I was at years ago. Um, I have a a wonderful husband, I have a safe home, my life is fine, but I know that my usage of social media is not what I want it to be. Last week was kind of crazy in the social media world. There was a live stream of an attack in New Zealand, 1.5 million shares of this video on Facebook. The Facebook and Instagram blackouts that sent people to Twitter to see what was up. I mean, we use social media constantly, and we know it, but we still do it. The same way I knew that my use of food wasn't healthy seven years ago, I still did it, right? It's not a matter of willpower or a matter of intelligence. Social media and junk food are engineered to be addictive. And influencers on social media platforms do the best that they can to keep you coming back for more, to keep you clicking, to keep you you know, voting in polls, to keep you engaged with the content. And that's something that I've been noticing is that my usage of social media affects how other people use social media. When I was a teacher in Chicago Public Schools, I often used strategies to get my students' attention that, looking back, I know was not the best for their long-term well-being. I used behavior stoplights, uh, drill sergeant directions to stand in line, a perfectionist mindset literally called 100% uh, by the book, the training, Teach Like a Champion. These weren't things that were in my students' best interest, but they were in my best interest to get them to comply so that I could teach. When I look at my usage of social media to get potential clients' attention, you know it's not the world that I want to be a part of anymore. I know that the strategy I use, the strategies I use to get people's attention is not best for their long-term well-being. I stopped posting progress photos a long time ago because why are we comparing our bodies to someone on the internet? And really the constant, look at this new post, look at this new thing, it's really getting old. Again, health is more than just the food that we eat. We can eat organic kale, but if everything in our head is messed up, it doesn't matter. Um, this past week and I spent a lot of time Googling, is it possible to have a health and life coaching business without social media? Or how can I find paying clients without being on social media? Which unfortunately just listed articles with 10 best ways to use social media to build your brand. However, I know it's possible because businesses existed before social media. So here's what I know. When I was trying to eat perfectly well on Whole30 or 21 Day Fix or when I was vegan for a while or counting calories, it made me less healthy because I had to miss out on life. When I've been using social media to market my health and life coaching business, it has made me less healthy because I miss out on real life. I'm constantly looking to see if anyone has liked my post or to see what other people are posting or compare myself. The other thing I know is that social media is not completely evil. It's not. It has brought some amazing people into my life, including all of my clients, everyone on my newsletter, my coach, the ladies in my mastermind, the online teaching job that I have, all of the other podcasts that I've been on, Um, you know, the people that I've met around the world. I've I've visited people in San Diego, in Portland, in Thailand. All of these connections, all of these relationships were because of social media. So just like I don't think that all junk food is evil, I do not believe that all social media is evil. And I was able to figure out a life where I could have a little bit of junk food without a lot of bit of junk food. And that's what I want to, to have a life where I have a little bit of social media without a lot of it, without social media completely taking over my life. So the wonderful thing is, is that because I know I was able to create this life with junk food where it doesn't take over my life, I know that I have evidence of being able to do something hard and figure out a way that I can have social media in my life without it taking over my life. Something that was Produced is specifically engineered to be addictive for me and for you my Future usage will not be in a way that gets you addicted to content. It's just a way to check in with you um, I got an email asking when I would open a course on teaching Strategies with just a little bit or a lot of it it is social media and I'll let you know um, I got another email asking me if I'll still be podcasting and the answer is yes I spent a lot of time thinking about this and which ways that I've connected with the world outside of my living room. And podcasting has actually added so much value to my life or podcasts in general. When I think about how I became a long distance runner, it was podcasts that helps make that possible. While Facebook and Instagram are all about instant gratification about scrolling constantly. There's no end to the content that you can receive. Um, there's the likes and the hearts and the comments and you know, it's, it's very short, very short uh, lived excitement, right? C- new post, new post. I remember in high school, my uh, English teacher called us the MTV de- generation, that our attention spans were the span of three minutes because that's what a music video was. So that's kind of the role that Instagram and Facebook has played in my life. Constantly, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Whereas podcasts has helped me increase my attention span. I would not have been able to run any of the marathons that I ran without podcasts. I listened to Serial. I listened to Serial actually twice while I was running uh, while i was training completely all the way through um it actually deepened my understanding because i i went back and i like listened to it again so for anyone that's a teacher and you uh, make your students <laughs> reread a story yeah like i had that um that deeper knowledge by re listening to serial and then when i think about this american life like i love that podcast uh, i get so excited when there's a new episode it's you know, anytime we're on a road trip, I, I download episodes for us to listen to. So I will continue on with podcasting because I do think that it's something that adds to people's lives and doesn't distract. Um, usually we listen to a podcast while we're cleaning or driving or doing laundry, right? It doesn't need your full focus and yet it's not really, I don't know, it's not addictive like Instagram or Facebook. Um So while I'm trying to figure out how I will be using social media in the future, um, I'll be trying to apply the tools that I've been using from Imperfect Eating. My husband calls it imperfect, imperfect social media, how to have a little bit without a lot of it. So I will let you know what comes with that. But if you tried to access or tried to connect with me on Instagram or Facebook, I didn't block you. They're just deactivated for a little bit. But you can always reach me on here. I'm also going to post a link to my email. And then a quick heads up that I do have one way that you can continue working with me. Um, It's not as much of a financial cost as previous versions. Um... if if working one-on-one is not something that you can invest in right now, I have my upcoming four week ending nighttime eating course. This is going to be different than the last one, more live action. I think that that's the thing I've realized is that social media is a way to connect us, but then that human touch, that live interaction is what it brings. Um, And that's kind of what I want to have more of in my, coaching business is building relationships and having that interaction and getting to be a small part in someone's life, um, empowering them. So this four week course, it is, uh, you will receive four videos, training videos, (laughs) teaching you the tools that I use to end nighttime binge eating. And then there will be live Q&A so that we can transform your mindset and not just your meals around the food that you're eating and then auditing what's happening with your meals and your mindset so that you can course correct um, as you go. I will put more details in the links, the show notes. Um, Hope to see you guys soon. Take care.